Hey guys, welcome to the Blueberry Podcast. This is the bi-weekly uh, podcast where we will discuss uh, all things crypto, especially surrounding uh, GMX. So um, my name is the GMX intern and um, I'm uh, accompanied by uh, Sir Tano. Hello, everybody. And yeah, we will, uh, this is actually the first podcast that we are recording. It's just an idea that we... Uh, that came up um, while we uh, met in real life. And um, yeah, so for the first time, we, we asked the community some some questions, um, some topics that we, we could discuss uh, during this episode. And um, yeah, we did get some nice response from the community and some nice topics. So we would just like to, to get started and, and discuss the, the things. Um, so basically we had like, I think three, uh, topics. Yeah. Um, the first one was just, uh, how we found GMX and why we are so bullish uh, on it. <laughs> uh, the second one was about, um, yeah, the power of not having, uh, of not being backed by VCs. Um, then the, after this, the, the community, why it's so cohesive and knowledgeable. And um, at last, um, yeah, the, the GMX acting as money Lego in the in the ecosystem. So uh, that's what uh, we will be discussing today. And so the first question is, uh, how Intern and Tano found GMX? So maybe Tano, you can um, start yeah. your story about it. Okay, uh, I will also do like a small introduction and then go into how I found uh, GMX. So in general, I started crypto in like 2017, 2018. I experienced the first uh, bull run and then also the downward spiral afterwards. Um, and I was just like uh, DCAing uh, dollar cost averaging like into different positions because I still was very bullish on it. But at that time, I was still a student and I didn't have much time left to, to focus on crypto as well. Um, but that actually changed in like 2020 um, during the COVID period. I was home a lot and I had a lot of free hands on my, uh, free time on my hands. So I decided to make a Twitter account, which is uh, the account that actually got banned before this account that I have now. Um, and uh, yeah, I just started with uh, with DeFi projects. I think the, the first project that I ever invested on, which uh, was DeFi related, was a Kyber Network, uh, which was also like a swapping, uh, swapping protocol. Um, then, yeah, just uh, the DeFi summer was very, very interesting for me. And I was looking to diversify my portfolio like in, in different bits. And um, I actually came across XFIX, which was one of the first projects uh, that uh, XDEF has actually worked on. Um, and I just really enjoyed uh, the platform. It had also like the, the Ponzi mechanic a little bit in it with, uh, with XFIX and the, the ETH floor, which is constantly rise, uh, rising in price, uh, which was very interesting for me. And uh, at that point, I was not very familiar with the community. I mean, I, was, I joined the Telegram and the Discord at that time, but it was very quiet because yeah, it was just like the start of the project. Um, but I was just very bullish on it. The only thing that I was at that point scared of was the anonymity of the, the dev, which is, in my opinion, was very normal at that time because there were a lot of rug pulls uh, in that period. So you couldn't be, uh, 
too careful in, in that uh, in that period. Um, so I just enjoyed XFIX. I was also trading on XFIX because uh, with XFIX you had like these uh, bull and bear tokens, which was very interesting. And then I actually slowed a little bit down uh, when we went to XFIX became Gambit um, because I wasn't really a big fan of uh, Binance Chain at that time. I got Rook built a few times there, so that <laughs> was maybe the, the reason why I was not very interested in it. We all but, did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, our, everything, the, the, the spark rekindled a little bit when they announced that they were going to uh, deploy on Arbitrum. And I've been a uh, ETH Maxi for as long as I can know. So I was very bullish on L2s as well. Um, and then, yeah, I just, at the point that they were going to like combine all the tokens like XFIX and the Gambit tokens into one called GMX, I was instantly sold. Um, at that point, I was just getting more and more involved in the community. And I actually stayed for the community and it was just very interesting. So that is actually how I found uh, GMX, I think. Uh, in turn, you will probably have something similar. So uh, go ahead. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. For me, it's actually quite similar. Uh, I also started uh, in 2017 with crypto. Uh, while I was also a student, I, I've done um, my um, study in, in finance. I actually uh, wrote my thesis about crypto back in 2018, I guess. What was uh, the topic? What was the topic? It was the risk management of investments in crypto. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, for like an uh, investment uh, party um, but yeah like like the same as you I was just a student just um, gambling uh, a few hundred or, or <laughs> thousand dollars on shit coins uh, holding all the way through the bear market uh, DC8 uh, lost uh, lost uh, most of my money but just stayed in the game because I was just bullish on crypto in general um, I think yeah f- um Fast forward, I think in March 2021, I discovered uh, GMT, so Gambit, uh, right before the, the launch. And I was just amazed by X, uh, like the skill, the development skills, but also his um, communication skills and then his um, involvement in the, in the community. And yeah, I think just in general, like, the biggest use case of, of crypto is trading. So um, so being an exchange and offering perps is just like the biggest um, uh, opportunity in the market. So the biggest uh, total addressable market. And Gambit was just very easy to use. But uh, like you said, like the, it was a little bit of Ponzi nomics and the, <laughs> the, the XGMT uh, pumped a lot and uh, I farmed it and uh, swing traded it, but it was uh, it wasn't really feasible for the long term. Uh, but what really stood out to me was just how open X was for feedback, and um, he just was involved in the community, listening to every, everybody, and then he proposed GMX, and GMX was basically um, yeah the combination of of all the different ideas in one token, one platform, and like you said, I was just sold at the spot i was just bullish on arbitrum bullish on eat bullish on layer twos and um yeah the tokenomics really made sense so uh yeah i became a gmx uh, maxi uh, since since then <laughs> since the... okay interesting 
yeah, so that's basically how we both started, I guess. So, um, yeah, I think we can just uh, skip to the next topic. And that's the power of having a project that's not backed uh, by VCs. And also, um, yeah, releasing of tokens in a considered manner. Um, <clears throat> yeah, do you want to start uh, with this one? Yeah, um, so the, the non-VC thing, I think that's um, like, that is very essential for GMX. I mean, that's also something we post a lot on Twitter that there's no involvement of VCs and that every VC that is involved has to buy just like us with the normal market. There's no OTC trading or... or or discounts uh, at, at that point. Um, I just think I do see sometimes a reasoning in having VCs backing the project, but like 90% of the VCs are just in it for the money. That's, That's just the, the blatant truth, I think. And like most of the, the project that I know, we which which had a lot of involvement in VCs are just completely dead, like after the, the bear market that that is just still ongoing or is, is hopefully done now, we will see. We will see. But most of them are completely dried out because, yeah, VCs uh, milked out every penny they can get. Um, I know there was a little bit talk in the beginning that um, that GMX was also going to do like a VC sale, and there was some discussions in, in Discord about uh, about that. But I think um, X was also very acknowledgeable about about that because he did like uh, we did not do like a discount for VCs. But instead of uh, the money, uh, of gathering actually the money, he did like um, the escrow GMX bonds, which I think was a, was a very good idea. I mean, he just uh, he just did like a little GMX sale for like the community. And with that money, he can actually fund like the marketing and stuff like that. I think that's way better than having VCs like get a 50% discount on GMX. And then after a few months of vesting or maybe one year of vesting, um, then they dump everything they can get. And yeah, I just think the, the escrow GMX bonds uh, for the marketing uh, funds were, were a very good idea. And I think that was typical X, typical X that just wanted to to not um, let VCs take over and just be like a community guy and let the community take over and just let the escrow GMX bonds um, be be bought by by the community. I think that was a... It was a very good uh, good plan of him. <clears throat> yeah, I I couldn't agree more. Like also like the the VC thing. Like it's I don't know. Like a lot of people see some big names and they think like oh all these big names invest in it. I can trust them. But like yeah, VCs are like more like predatory in the crypto market. So like mm -hmm. not having VCs actually a huge advantage. And for me, it's actually like I trust the project more if there is no VC backing, uh, of course you have to do your due diligence, but like um, it's actually an advantage in, in my eyes. And also like because the VCs have like they have their own LPs, they have to show results. So they, yeah, they are more predatory. They just only care about their own profits. And mm -hmm. as a retail investor, it's easier to just you know, like diamond hand your your back to <laughs> to to ninety percent uh, drawdown. It's 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 easier for a retail to have conviction in it. Yeah, uh, it makes total sense. Yeah, and, and about the escrow GMX model, I really, it's one of the best ideas in crypto. I, I still don't understand why not many other projects um, adapt to it, because it's just so smart to just not give out the tokens in the in a liquid form. But like, 
um, if you really believe in GMX, uh, you don't care about SCAR GMX or like a normal GMX because you're just going to stake it either way. But if you are like more predatory and you want to dump it on the market, then obviously a uh, liquid token is, is, is way different than the, than the SCAR GMX uh, version. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, yeah. yeah, go, go on. Yeah, like we, we saw like a few days ago, like the GLP will, which has like uh, the, the biggest GLP balance of, of all, uh, dumped their, their escrow GMX, which was, was fasted. I think that's, that's actually like a very good thing of the model. Like if you would give like liquid GMX like instantly when, let's say, if you stake GLP or GMX, you would instantly see like the, the impacts uh, on, on the market. I mean, GMX would just dump and, and everybody who, who does not like GMX as a protocol and does not believe in the, in the future of GMX will just yeah, just take profits, uh, which is very normal. Yeah, and, we- I th- and, I, and I think with escrow GMX, it's, it's like it's like insanely thoughtful to just like have one year vesting and then they can still dump and it just does not impact the market price that much. I mean, of course, you have like big wheels who can still dump a lot, but yeah, it's still it averages out over a period of time, which is very interesting. Yeah, and also, um, you mean, uh, we we saw the dumping happen on, on GM, GMT, you know, GMT and, and XGMT. There was mm-hmm. a lot of dumping and, and farming, and um, yeah, it's really nice to see that X really uh, saw the problem, learned from it, and like um, proposed like kind of innovative uh, model to prevent it, um, and yeah, I, I think uh, Escort GMX is a real, real uh, success uh, in the crypto, and I, I really love to see it more often uh, adapted by by other projects. But uh, we'll see how it how it evolves. Yeah, like like you say, if you're very bullish on on GMX, you really do not care that it's escrow because you will just take it anyway and just gather the the multiplier points and then escrow GMX earns like real GMX. So if you're if you're long term bullish on on GMX, you really do not care about vesting your escrow GMX. That's that's how I think about it. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's like the the incentives all uh, all line up basically. So yeah, it's a really uh, really strength and I, and I do believe that if if this wasn't adapted and like if the gmx was just liquid yeah we wouldn't be at this price level we would have um... yeah no no definitely not <laughs> so what I, also, what I also like want to touch on a little bit because we're, we're still discussing this topic is the like what i really also find interesting about the team uh, is the that they have such a small percentage of like the token allocation. What do you think about that? I mean, that's also very important in my opinion because I do not want to have the the owners of the protocol like having like fifty percent of the the supply and then dumping it on my face. Yeah. So what what do you think about like the how how much is it two hundred fifty k? Yeah, I that think they have? it's it's less than two percent. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really amazing. Like normal in crypto, you see twenty percent some sometimes you see 30 percent or like 40 percent um it's insane but but yeah it's it's really uh, for for me it shows the conviction of the team itself like mm-hmm. they really believe that this could be a billion dollar uh, market cap one day and yeah if you have two percent of a billion dollar market cap and you could just take it and and earn the the generated revenue you will still be so enormously rich so yeah yeah yeah. that's that's also how i think about it they i mean just 
just the, the small allocation that I that they have show that they have such a uh, confection that they see the future very big. Let's say like that. Yeah, yeah. Think, uh, yeah. And also like X, I don't know exactly for what purpose, but he a few times he actually used his own stack to like um, give to the community or like um, fund some stuff. So he, he's actually also still using his allocation of two percent to actually grow uh, the project so it's okay, really that's, that's, yeah it's really stunning to see um how far his conviction uh, goes yeah yeah we all love x yeah man <laughs> <laughs> maybe he can join the podcast one day <laughs> hopefully in his uh, robot voice uh, would be very interesting yeah would be very <laughs> Okay, so I think we can go to the to the next part of the the question and and the topics, and that's uh, all about the community. Another really big trend of uh, of the project, and uh, yeah, basically the question is how it's so cohesive, knowledgeable, and theories on on how that happened. Um, <coughs> yeah, maybe I can just start off, and you can yeah, uh, go ahead, go ahead. You can fill some things in. Yeah, I think like we just. Uh, discussed i think the part of having no uh, vcs is actually a strength in the community because uh, yeah the community has to grow the project and um yeah a lot of you guys um like you personally followed x since xfif um i followed him since since gambit and like uh, that community just stuck with him and and the project and I think especially since the, the Blueberry NFTs, um, that really gave a boost to the community and really gave them identity. Like, like I call myself a Blueberry, you know, for fun. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. There's also in the, in the Telegram and on the Discord, all the Blueberry uh, profile pictures. It's, it's just, I don't know, it, it, it makes it cohesive and it makes it, um, yeah, really like a community feeling, like a family feeling. And, uh, yeah, another thing, I, I just think that, like, in general, and maybe this is a, a weird take, but, like, you can assume that, that investors of, like, meme coins are just, um, yeah, less smart than people who invest in, like, an, a revenue-generating DeFi protocol. Like, GMX is quite complex for, for yeah, for plebs, so you need... <laughs> You need some basic understanding of like crypto. Um, so, but yeah, if, if you see the lights, like you, you can't invest in, in any other project. The, the bar is really set, set high. So I think the, the yeah, the, the blueberries are just really smart in general compared to the average crypto investor. And uh, also for myself, like I just started the intern account for, for fun just uh, because I want to improve my writing skills. But like, for example, the, the dashboard from, from GMX, it's really easy to see the data, to, to see what's going on and just to write a thread about it and just explain to people like how it's, how it's working, what's doing and like the results. And That's uh, actually just the way I do it. Like uh, sometimes I just open the dashboard, can I write something about it and then just start tweeting that's that's actually how I yeah do it. that's like really strong and i think um underrated because back in 2017 like the the main question i saw in in telegram channels was like 
when marketing when marketing everybody asked that and, and when binance you know but like <laughs> for me it's totally clear that the marketing has to be done by the community it's like the, the only way you know we are like a decentralized platform we don't need any marketing firm the marketing has to be done by the community and uh yeah we basically do the marketing of part of the marketing of, of gmx and um i think that's one of the reasons why yeah the blueberries are so active and knowledgeable and like helpful to each other just to like improve the the project in general yeah i completely agree with everything you said like i want to like start from like xfix protocol i know like when i uh, joined xfix uh, the the first uh, project that x has worked on he was just like spitting out code like every single day and it was just very interesting for me to see x work so hard and it was like at that point i still i, I do think it's, it was the same like on gambit as well but X was just developing, uh, putting out new functionalities, and then just the community was, was backing him with 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 like the, the marketing, like you said. Now it's the more the blueberries we did in marketing, but like I saw like in the Telegram, X was uh, developing a lot, and then we were just posting it on Twitter, like you said. And I just think that's a very X was focused on building, and then the community was focused on slash marketing slash posting it on Twitter, whatever you want to want to call it. I just think it's very interesting. Then, like you said, the blueberries. I think the blueberries were was an amazing uh, thing. So you had like the the degenerates who were uh, looking into GMX, but then with the blueberry um, blueberry club, you also have like the NFT folks coming over, and then the NFT folks see the blueberries and they see oh what uh, what is this about, and then they check out GMX as well. I think that was also a very interesting uh, thing that they thought of. And I just think like the, the Blueberry Club is, is just doing so much. Like I also read something about Olympia or something, which is like also a fitness community. Yeah. So I think Blueberry Club is doing everything right. And I think Blueberry Club is like a very big part of like GMX, their success. Um, and GMX also acknowledges that, that Blueberry is just like their their marketing team, let's say like that. And also everything, all, all the followers on, on Twitter are also like the marketing team. Yeah, I I agree. Like, uh, I think the Blueberry Club attracts a lot of NFT folks and they like, there are so much synergy between the, the Blueberry Club and like GMX. Um, so it's really like complementing each other. And it attracts a lot of people who just stick in the, in the community. So yeah, it's a... Uh, it's really great. Shout out to the to the boys from the Blueberry Club. <laughs> yeah, shout out for. I will also want to thank them for all the graphics that I did for our account. By the way, like I just sent uh, XM92 a message. I, I said uh, we're going to do a podcast. Can you give them so, us some uh, graphics? And I think 30 minutes later, we had a cool looking banner and also a Twitter profile icon. So thank you guys very much. Yeah, they're really great, and I I think they will be on the podcast uh, another episode. So uh, soon, TM, soon, TM. It's, it's gonna be fun. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. Like what I also just want to add, like a little bit, is I I just love how how the community loves like X. You you see you see like the community just talking in, in Telegram and Discord about X, and then just X pops up and answers a few questions that the the community has, and everybody is just very responsive responsive in it and i just think everybody just loves x uh, so much 
because we all know how much uh, work he has done for the for the different kind of protocols and a different and also for like Xfix, Gambit, and now GMX. Um, and I just th- think the everybody in the community supports him and what he does, and he's just the best at uh, at building. Yeah, to be honest, uh, for me, five year five years in crypto and X is for me the most yeah the best founder in crypto. Just period. I mean, uh, like, <laughs> I don't want to talk too much about X, but I think, like, if if in general, if you if you talk about X, there's not like a single point where I where I think that he lacks something. Like, in general, he's very good with numbers. He's very good with like development. He's very good with just like responses and just being uh, acknowledgeable for things he does or whatever. Um, and I just think, yeah, he's the complete package. I think my girlfriend will now be mad because I said complete package and I'm talking about a man, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I Sometimes I'm still wondering, like, maybe it's on two or three people. I, I, I can't imagine it's just one person, but yeah, who knows? Who knows? Will we ever know? I don't know. No. Okay, I think we can go to the last topic and then we can uh, wrap it up. Um, yeah, let's talk about the ways GMX is used as money Legos for other protocols. So, do you want to start? Yeah, yeah, I'll start because I do not know much about like the Vovo stuff. But in general, like GLP is, I think, the most used. I think there's a lot of the treasuries will also buy GMX as a treasury token. But I think GLP, in general, is more attractive for other protocols. Uh, so we've seen like how much companies, uh, how much uh, protocols were it like, I think seven or eight right now will have a decent stack of, of GLP. And it just, uh, it's, it's, it's just very interesting to see them buy GLP because yeah, it's, it's a, the product itself is like a hedge against the market and it just brings in like 20% ETH currently with some escrowed GMX on top of it. Um, and it just, as a treasury, I do not know it, why you should not buy GLP. I think I think if you, if, you, if your treasury still do, does not hold GLP, you're doing something wrong currently. So yeah. Um, also, what what I think is very beneficial, like like projects we're currently working with, like GMX, like let's say Dopex, Plutus, uh, all the other uh, other guys from uh, the Arbitrum ecosystem. It's also just in their best interest to just buy GLP or GMX because they are building products on top of GMX, which in, in general just generate revenue for GMX as a protocol. And they can actually also get a, get a part of the fees back by just buying GLP and GMX for the treasuries, which is just uh, yeah something uh, they can also do. But I think if you're, I'm not sure if you know more about like the Vovo finance stuff and like that uh, for the Delta yeah. neutral uh, stuff, if you can explain a little bit more about that. Yeah. So in general, like what are, what are money Legos and, you know, basically like it's programmable, composable and interoperable. And um, mainly the composability is just a real strength for, for GMX. So you're just not building your own product but you're really building a whole ecosystem uh which other projects can can build on top of so like you mentioned uh Fofo finance they uh, what they basically do they they put your money in gop they they let you earn yield and they let you um, invest that yield in like uh, short or long so you can uh, use your your yield which are your 
which are um, which you are earning on GOP, and you can basically bet on long or short on on the market. Also, uh, trading on on GMX. So um, it's basically free free trading, and if you if you pick the wrong uh, side, you only lose your your yield, and if you pick the the right side, you you multiply your your APR. Uh, but also, like you mentioned, Dopex. Dopex is an option option trading platform, but they, um, I think they're gonna um, release it soon. It is like the Atlantic options. So they basically mm-hmm. um, provide options, but they hedge it with perps uh, on GMX. So if you go, um, if you buy a call option, um, they go short the perp on GMX basically to hedge your position. And on that way, you can't be liquidated. So it, it's it's like um, a structured product uh, utilizing the, the perps of GMX. And it's just another way to just, like you said, all these kinds of things, they um, they increase the, the fees, they increase the volume, they increase the revenue for, for GMX, while also giving those projects an advantage or like a use case. Um, and of course you have the, the swaps, you know, the, the aggregators like one inch and uh, Paraswap who also just route uh, trades through GMX. And I don't know, I, I think we earn like 10 or 20K a day sometimes just mm-hmm. from, from aggregators. So yeah, it's that's really the strength, I, I guess, from, from GMX that is not only it's not only a DEX, it's also a platform which can be integrated in all kinds of, of DeFi stuff. So like Fofo Finance, Aave, uh, Dopex, uh, but also... Umami. Like, yeah, Umami, indeed, like the, the Delta Neutral uh, GOP position. So they basically put your money in GOP and they hedge, they hedge the risk of GOP uh, with shorts. So you can um, almost get a delta neutral position and like get a 20% or like 15% yield on it. So yeah, it's great. Yeah, I just love how, how you also see that with, with X and the developers that they also think about composability. They do not just drop out new products and then the products are alive and then nobody can build on it. They also think, how can we use these, these different kind of, of, of uh, tokens like in another way. Like, uh, I really, I really, I'm really glad they think about it. You also see like in the XFIX, um, XFIX, sorry, the X4 uh, Medium article that they were also talking about the GD tokens. The GD tokens can also be used by like hedgers and stuff like that. So they always think in advance, how can other people also increase like the volume they also want yeah make sure that the the, the protocol is doing a job but how can we increase it even more by building uh, by letting other people build on it and it's just uh, just it's just awesome to see that almost every protocol on arbitrum has now done something with gmx i mean gmx was just the pioneer on, on arbitrum and you you actually see that that every other protocol that is now on arbitrum or is gonna launch on arbitrum is gonna work with gmx or glp in in any way i mean it's uh, it's really interesting to see yeah yeah i think um it's also it's almost like a necessity like i mean what DeFi projects do you know that that aren't composable like it's just like 
yeah, you have to embrace it. You have like that's the whole spirit of crypto, you know. It's just like permissionless, open source, like um, open for collaboration. So like together you are stronger or better. And yeah, it's really um, it's really something to to see X really. Uh, his vision is always about that, so it's it's really great. And I, I think, like you mentioned, uh, GD, uh, but also GMX swap. So basically, X4. Um, that's also all about um, yeah the composability and like the programmability of like new tokens. So uh, yeah, the composability on on GMX swap was actually insane. Like. That you could swap like uh, interest-bearing tokens, like every token that you can imagine could be swapped on GMX swap. That is, yeah, yeah. that's just insane. I think the, I think that's something we maybe can discuss in like another episode, like X4 in general, where we can talk about uh, PVP AMM where they're currently working on, and then also GMX swap. Uh, I think that's a very nice topic that we can maybe do for next episode uh, if we uh, if we agree on that. Yeah, I think it's great. I mean, we are now busy for over a half hour, so I think uh, we can just wrap it up. And uh, next time we will discuss the, the PFP, EMM, and um, X4. And uh, yeah, maybe if the community, yeah, I hope the community is listening, but <laughs> maybe they have some additional questions or like additional topics or like if something is not clear or like we need to address more, uh, just let it know in, in the comments or like, whatever in the, in the telegram and we will uh, we will pick it up all right okay thank you very much intern for this uh, for the first podcast it was very interesting uh, to see your point of views on all the the community questions and i hope we can definitely do it again for uh, episode two yeah for sure man it was uh, was much fun so uh, we will do it um, next time uh, for sure all right bye bye see right. you soon yes bye